myself a quick boom. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, our guest today is Chris Robinson, this dude right next to me. Uh, his album, Gut Busta, <laughs> it's Gut Busta, Volume 1, uh, is now out on all streaming uh, platforms. So make sure to go get it on Spotify, iTunes, whatever you use. Go get it. Uh, his name's Chris Robinson with a C, and this man's the motherfucking G. I love him. Uh, enjoy this podcast, and also go get his album. And, uh, okay, all right, so we're in the sesh, bro. This is it. We're going yeah, let's hard, go. Okay? We're going. Man, our guest today is a fucking good friend of mine. Walk He's actually on. not only a good friend, he was a guy that inspired me to, you know, be a better comic, be a better father, uh, and all around one of my favorite people. There is nobody I love more in comedy or in the world as much as my next guest, one of my best friends in comedy, Mr. Chris Robinson, everybody, okay? So that's our intro, and whoever's listening, man, you guys don't know, Chris is, uh, Chris is OG, he got a beautiful uh, son named Carter, and uh, his son Carter, when he was being born, we were at Just for Laughs together, mm-hmm. and your, what, your your partner at the time, G, who's still your partner, I made it sound like he's not your <laughs> yeah. partner anymore, <laughs> partner at the time, brother, but uh, yeah, and, you, and she was pregnant, and I remember everything you guys going through in the middle of the summer, what a fucking brutal summer that was, too. Oh yeah, it was hot as hell, hot. she hated that. Yeah, night. and we had not a good hotel, we had like a shit hotel, because oh, we yeah, it was we our first year. We were way away, too. <laughs> We had, we had to, up to a hill. walk up that hill. Oh, we could blaze in those hotels. That was sick. Man, I blazed at the fucking Hilton or wherever the fuck they put us. You blazed the Hilton? I don't give a shit. Or, oh, wow. where was it? It's not the Hilton. It's, it's the Hyatt. Uh, the Hyatt. Hyatt. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you okay, so people listening right now, uh, you know, we're, we're both stand-up comics, obviously. So when we and Chris and I have been lucky enough to rise through the ranks together, and. Um, so we got to go to Just for Laughs together. And when we went to Just for Laughs, we went as young guns in the, the fresh meat thing. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Homegrown. Homegrown. So you're not even, a, you, you're like semi-pro to pro comic about to make your break. So they don't even put you in the good hotel with the real Gs. They put you in like a side shit hotel and didn't even have AC or nothing. And every night you had to walk up this hill and it was the most perfect metaphor for what comedy is. Yeah, you can see the greats, but you still have this big hill yeah. to climb every day. Partying and it, with them all you, night. Oh, and then man. you're like, all right. Everybody's oh, going back. I can't believe you just said partying. We're going to tell the Brian Regan story too. That's one of my favorite comedy stories, bro. Okay. So, okay. So Chris and I went to Just Laughs. His wife uh, or partner, pregnant at the time, inspired me because this guy was a comic and this guy, was he wasn't showing it on the outside, but he was about to become a father. He was chasing his dreams. This guy was doing everything I wished at the time that I was doing. So the summer after, you, you give birth uh, to your son, beautiful. And then because of that, bro, I swear to God, man, I tell you this all the time, but I was truly inspired as a person. Uh, when Danielle got pregnant, uh, obviously, but we live in 2020. You, you you could choose to have a kid or not anymore. And we chose to have our kid because of how much you guys loved Carter and how great it looked to be uh, a parent from afar. And uh, and that's good, man. That makes me so happy. Yo, like, it shows trust. you, too, like, just the, like you can do it, you know? Who like, the you, fuck you thinks think, you could do it? Anymore? Oh, yeah, you don't think you could do it. I didn't think I could do it. I thought Danielle was fucking crazy. I thought she was going to ruin my life. And then, I swear to God. And then, I swear. And then a couple months in, she's pregnant. She was holding it down. She was, like, still working. I was like, man, nothing has changed. Oh, yeah. Mm. Honestly, watching a woman go through pregnancy makes you, like, it just gives you, like, even more respect for for women, you know? I'll tell you what, man. They have to go through. You guys also went the natural way, which also inspired us to go the natural way. You guys went midwives and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, I actually knew that. I'm, I don't know why I asked, but because I know that it inspired us to also go the natural route. And we went 
through the midwives. And it's trippy, dude, because you learn about how the hospital system benefits off women being pushed through the pregnancy phase uh, oh, in the yeah. last little bit and how a midwife is the exact opposite. They'll take their time. You got to be there in a, in a tub for 10 hours. You got to be in a tub for 10 hours. There's no rush. That baby's going to come out. And it was oh, one yeah. of the coolest processes, man. And you Watch, can meet you up can, with them, like what? have like hour long talks. Dude, you, you can call just, them at you any could time. Call them. You could just call them. We used to call them all the time and be like, hey, my leg hurts. Is the kid coming? <laughs> like, you know, she was nuts. Midwives, man. Uh, Nushin, Nushin, Iranian refugee who came here in the 90s. OG lover. My heart goes out to Nushin. So, you, quick story too, I can tell you. Our, our midwife didn't even show up because she was in the middle of another birth when our birth happened. Oh, shit. So we had to get two backups that came. And I, no, I think that happened for us too, actually. We, we ended up having a backup. What a fucking crazy couple minutes it was, like introducing yourselves, like, hi, in the, in the craziest moment of your life. Okay, so let's get back to things. Okay, so we're talking about fatherhood. Your kid is what, three now? Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. Man, and you post videos of him and you dancing. What's your favorite thing to do with your kid? Uh, Probably like go to like the forest. Oh my just god! Just go out to the woods and like just fuck around. We come up with like games and shit like that. He's like, you know, that's what it's, it's so fun just watching his imagination, you know. Oh, and man. like, or like you just do one stupid thing, you know. You'll be like, you know, I'll pick up a stick and like throw it at a tree or something. <laughs> He's like, yeah, let's play that game. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that's a game, but yeah, sure. For the next <laughs> twenty minutes, we're just You're fucking hucking in. chick, oh, hucking sticks at trees and shit. Watch Bro, your kid do shit. We went down to the Humber River uh, two days ago. We're walking through the woods and shit like that. <coughs> and then we're walking and all of a sudden I just, this dog like comes out of the path in front of us. I'm like, yo, who the fuck's dog is this? Like just like running around off leash. I'm like, yo, why does this dog look so fucking mangy for? <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, that's a fucking coyote. Dude, <laughs> and I'll be like, in bro, Toronto, I man. shit bricks, man. So man, coyotes in Toronto bricks. are fucking mangy. They're scary. And, and they look like dogs at first. And then yeah, you're, at first, you're, you're, I thought it was just nose. like a big German shepherd or some shit like that. Yeah, right. Like, it kind of looked like that. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, why is this dog like just staring at us? Like, man, I, so I love that, man. And then we like, yeah, we, then we booked it. You know, it might not even feel like it, but your survival shit would kick in if it needed to. Oh, yeah. I picked, yeah, I, I did. Like, I got shook. I picked up Carter and like man. kind of ran away and started like clapping. And, but like, we were at a park one time when Aaliyah was little in BC and a dog started running towards her. And I remember in my head, I'm like, if this dog keeps charging towards my kid, it's going to catch such a f fucking kick. Dude, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't even think twice about it. A dog versus my kid, you're done. Oh, I'll hell just, no. I'll, dude, I'll destroy you, man. For and sure. So this dog kept charging, and then I don't know what how the owner didn't see it until then. And the owner's like, yeah, hey! And the dog just kind of stopped. And I remember just, man, like it's like it turned off. Like my eyes went back to normal, like uh, like a shark's eyes when it turns black or something. Bro. It's like that. One, I, I know. One time we were at a, we were at a park, and I was... um. It was like at a park that has workout equipment. <laughs> so my back was turned and I was like doing some chin-ups. And then um, I just heard some guy going like, hey, 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 hey. And like I jumped down and I turned around and this fucking big ass dog. It was like a German Shepherd kind of like mix or something. <coughs> and it was just right in my son's face. Just like they were just like looking at each other like. And I'm like, <coughs> I'm like yo, yo, yo. And this guy like. You know how most times if someone's dog runs up to you, they'll usually be like, oh, he's nice. Like, he, he's okay. Like, don't worry. He's all right. Like, this guy didn't say that. He was just like, oh, oh, yeah. Yo, yo, come back. Come back. Like, he looked worried that the fucking dog was in front of my fucking kid's face. Man. And, bro, I was so fucking cheesed. And then eventually he, like, called the dog over and, like, put the leash on him. I'm like... And like you could tell when he was holding on the leash, like he couldn't control it and shit. I'm like, bro, if you can't even fucking control it on the leash, why the fuck are you letting it run around without, without the fucking leash on? 
these, these, these people with the dogs that they can't control. If you watch YouTube videos, there's like compilations of people's dogs getting away from them and them getting murked. The worst is when the dogs attack other dogs and shit like that. Oh, yeah. You see those videos? You ever watch that shit? Like a dog just getting fucking murked by another dog? The internet is so deep, man. <laughs> what's, the worst, what's the worst thing you've ever seen on the internet? Can you, can you, can you, or like top five? You don't got to give me your worst. Oh, yeah, yeah. One, one of the worst things I think I've seen was, uh, there was a video, it was like in Mexico, and there was, um, uh, uh, what's it called? A, not a flatbed truck, a, a pickup truck. Yeah. And in the back was filled with like, I swear to God, it was like at least 20 people in the back of this, this pickup, of a truck, pickup truck. Pickup truck. And the pickup truck speeding down a road, and then he loses control somehow and he swerves one way, swerves next, swerves again, and then he just flips over and everybody just comes out and the car just like, literally like just crushes people and like people go flying and it's spinning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those ones where you see it once and you're like, fuck! And it was like, I'll never not be able to see that again. Yeah. One of those ones that someone sends to you, you're like, haha, this is hilarious. And you look God, at it, you're, you're, like, you're like, you're, you want a piece of shit. Yeah, you're like, fuck you, man. Oh, man. So I don't want to start my day like this. <laughs> what the hell? I just oh, came out man. of a, a beautiful dream. Someone's like, "Hey, funny stuff." And it's like somebody murdered. Shit, I see on the internet. My brain is going through some Rolodex shit. I, I hate suicide videos because those are always the worst. I, yeah, I, would, I, I, like, I don't think I've ever seen that. You, you ever seen like somebody jump off it. a building or something like that? One of those videos. Oh. And then they yeah, hit the maybe. ground kind of thing. I've never seen them hit the ground. I'll, I'll Man, probably just like turn it there's off. Like, I can't watch there's it. one that always comes to mind because of how fucking gruesome it was. It's fucking brutal, man. Anybody watching, man, if you've ever been to like Faces of Death or some shit, you know what I'm talking about. Or Live Leak. Man, there's one where it's like a, in Brazil or some South American because of the way they're talking. It sounds very like Hispanic. And <laughs> you can hear the lady like, and you could just hear, and then as soon as Buddy jumps, you could just hear all the women in the crowd go, Wah! and he drops, and man, he like explodes and bounces when off the did, ground. When you did that sound, it sounded like like a rock star. <laughs> <You're> like, <"Wah!" laughs> that's where the party fucking started, dude. Man. That's when, when Buddy hit, let the bodies hit the floor. That's actually kind of fucked up, and also very perfect. But all seriousness, yeah, man. Those, man, honestly, man, I've spent half of my life in the washroom just going, "Watch it, watch, Dude, man, if you don't do that kind of shit, yeah, okay. But seriously, man, if you don't do that kind of, do you sing when you're by yourself? Are you a big singer? Oh yeah, I sing. I dance mostly. Dance. I'll like dance by myself and like mm. yeah, sing random songs and yes, shit like man. that. What, what kind of music oh, yeah. do you sing when you're by yourself? Uh, rap music, fucking uh, oldies. Love the oldies. I put this right beside you. Anything. Just whatever's stuck in my head, you know? Sweating to the oldies. Even my, like, my kids' shitty songs, you know? What? I will like, rock out some wiggles. People don't even... Yeah, man. like, uh, or what's her name? Uh, there's this one that he find, found on Spotify. This fucking kid, Jojo Siwa. It's like this girl, and she's like, I don't know, like 12, and she just makes pop songs, and I'll just wake up with it stuck in my head, you know? It's brutal. Just doing random shit, and... Man, did your kid ever go through the Johnny Johnny stage? Or you like that song, What's Johnny that? Johnny, Yes Papa, Eating Sugar? Oh, no yeah, Papa? yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Favorite. I didn't even know what the name of that song was, but. It's, it's called Johnny Johnny, bro. Yeah. Yes, Papa, <laughs> Eating Sugar, No, no Papa, Papa, Telling Lies, No Papa. Papa. Open your mouth. 
<laughs> what? My daughter will sing that in three different languages right now because she's just, I, we'll give her mm -hmm. the, my daughter's at a stage where she uh, can poop by herself. So she'll just go to the washroom. And so she's at, she'll ask for the phone to watch videos. Yeah. Daddy, can I watch videos? And I'll always say, yeah, because I like to watch videos when I shit too. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the kid is. Man, you ever listen to what, like, do you ever let your kid scroll by himself for a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, kids, we'll get into some shit. We, she, we had to get her YouTube kids because of uh, YouTube, YouTube. There really are people trolling kids, not with scary shit, but with, like, weird videos. Like, my kid would sometimes watch SpongeBob on half, like, a speed down. So it would be like, who lives in a pineapple under the sea, SpongeBob, oh, yeah, yeah. square pants. And I'd be like, what are you watching? She's like, dad, that's SpongeBob. You're like, that's not SpongeBob. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's really, Peppa that's Pig, Fox. slow down. Peppa Pig, slow down. Da, da, Chopped and screwed. Oh, man. <laughs> it's da, just like da, fucking da, Houston da. DJs Dude, <laughs> are doing their versions. Of, Wait, a SpongeBob. Remember when Chopped and Screwed music was the best? Like that's all you heard in a trap house. Oh yeah, man. Listen, man. I grew up in Toronto my whole life, so we actually went to trap houses in Parkdale back in the day. Man, and it was so funny to meet raggedy people as a teenager because I was pretty sheltered as a kid. Okay, I was pretty sheltered as a kid. I didn't even know that I was sheltered, but what? I grew up in a nice, clean immigrant family in the hood. So because you grew up in the hood, you naturally got exposed to the hood. But at home, my parents tried their best to like you know, be good, be religious, be all that kind of shit. But that shit yeah. like kind of dissolves as you become older. But yeah, man, trap houses and, and, and scum, scummy teenagers, like who for real were already like chopping dope, yeah. and cutting it. And uh, do you remember when you met me, like the kind of people that I still ran with? I used to run with like scums. Um, yeah, I, I definitely remember there were all like hood dudes kind of who Dude. like, you know, Always. for some reason, it was like a, know. it was like the Jersey oversized Jersey time with the, uh, maybe some leather. You used to rock the leather, the right. leather vest, man. I used to rock the leather vest on stage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then I had to evolve to Jean, like a adult. the shaved head. Everybody had like a shaved head. We all kinda. had shaved heads, little goatees, very, oh, yeah. very nineties influenced, very nineties gangster influence. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. So that's oh, yeah. the kind of shit we used to roll with, man. But we used to see scummy like teenagers, man. Scummier than your normal. What's this? Can you think of the scummiest person you've ever met in your life? Somebody you're truly like, man, pure fucking scum. Scum, scummy people. <laughs> I always think. I mean, I see a bunch all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like just like randomly, um, but nobody who I really had any like constant dealings with or anything like that, you know? I, I guess there'd always be like, there's like some guys in high school who like, you know, he got kicked out of another school. So he came to your school for like a month and then he like fucking stole somebody's backpack and like wrong with those some kids? shit like that. And then he gets kicked out again, you know, like there's always those random kids, man. I always but think of I remember the first time I went to like a kind of a trap house type thing. Sick. I think I was like, I was like 14. Yes. Man. And it was my, uh, I was staying with my grandma for a summer. And my brother got kicked out because he was like, uh, oh gee, yeah, he was a, just didn't want to be in Joe's Witness anymore, and like he got just into like that lifestyle, yeah, and just live that. Fuck, we should hood, talk about that lifestyle shit. The Joho. So we, uh, one day he's like, "Yo, I'm moving today. Like, can Christopher like come help me move?" And uh, my grandma's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." So he's like, "All right, you come with me." And then we literally just like drove around all day, and he just sold crack. Shit, <laughs> it was like it was like such a weird man experience, but it was like fun because I had like I hadn't seen my brother in so long, so I'm like I'm down to like just do anything and hang out. And he's man. like, "All right, you can come while I sell some crack." Man, like, okay. 
<laughs> you know, it's crazy. But yeah, well, the first house we went to was like, God, what a great story. That's a good weird. story, bro. That, that shapes you as a person. Yeah. It, well, it was like weird. Like the first house we went to was just like in this dude's basement. And like, I don't know. It was just, it was just so surreal. Cause it was like, it was like a movie, you know, like, I don't know. They, I didn't even really watch what they were doing. I think he was watching, there was like porn on the TV and it was like, what? How do you just like have people over and you like, you play porn? You guys want to watch this with me? Yeah. Like, cool. <laughs> Should I pause it? Should I, you guys want to watch the beginning? Pause? She, she gives a mean blowjob off the top to the doctor. <laughs> I think he's a doctor. He, he might not have his degree. I'm not sure. Hold on. Should I rewind it? Hold on. Let's rewind it. Look, yeah. You see it in the bag. It looks like he's a real doctor. Imagine being a doctor and being a porn star. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, his brain is fried, man. Oh my God. Yeah, man. I, you know. Yeah, it was crazy. I have a relatable story and the dude wasn't my even brother. He was just... Okay, as a teenager, I was the only musician in a group of very gangster teenagers who grew up in the west side of Toronto. I was the only one to play guitar, play trumpet, play you know, piano and shit like that. And I also had to hold it down because they thought I was gay. I swear to God, they always used to be like, bro, you play music? <laughs> what are you, gay? And you'd be like, because I play music, I'm gay. What oh, does that even have to I, do? Bro, I remember that. I remember like thinking a guy in my school was gay because he wore flip-flops. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's the only person who, only dude who I ever saw wear flip-flops to that point in my life. And I was like, oh, he's homosexual for sure. Look at that gay <laughs> motherfucker. Just 100%. Wearing some, oh man, I can't. I cannot deal with how funny that is. I'm actually dying. <laughs> I thought he was gay because he wore flip-flops. Who the fuck wore flip-flops in Straight 2003? Up. Never saw that. This is the Air Force One era. Nelly. In the Atlanta. middle of summer. Socks on. <laughs> Flip flops. Shorts on too. Under your jeans. <laughs> Hot as fuck. Wow. Shorts under your jeans. Under your jeans. Do people even remember that? Do you, re dude, were you alive during the shorts, basketball shorts? I even at one point remember wearing jean shorts under jogging pants because I'm a fucking <laughs> moron at 17 who followed trends blindly so that other people, if I could see myself at 17, oh I tell my myself God. to shape up, kid. Jean shorts under track pants. Why? Because anything could. Yeah, dude, that's real. <laughs> I might have even had a belt on the shorts. <laughs> And I probably wore them lowered a bit because I'm a bigger loser than I remember. Holy. That's fucking funny. Listen, man. We all grew up in a weird fucking era, dude. We grew up in a weird era, man. Oh, yeah. What's the weirdest thing you remember from the 2000s that was a trend? Low low pants clearly is a good one. Yeah. Everybody. The, um, the airbrushed. Huge oh. air, airbrush like Looney Tunes and, and cartoon characters. Smoking a joint, playing some basketball with my boy SpongeBob. Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. When dudes would rock the like the Pink Panther. You remember when, like somebody would have, there's always a dude who had an airbrush Pink Panther shirt. Why? No matter where you went, there was al always a dude with that. Why did that become a Down thing? to his knees. Who wore that first? Can you remember? Was it like those Atlanta rappers? Because at the time- I think it was Cameron. I think Cameron, it was Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Papoose and the whole set. academics crew. Nah. Mm -hmm. that, remember that time? Man, that's crazy. What's the best rapping clothes ever? Academics, FUBU. We had. Oh, yeah, I had some academics. Uh, do you remember uh, Fat Farm? State Property. I had some State wow, Property. Wow, State Property. Who was that? State that Property. Was, that was, um, they were on Rockefeller. It was oh like Beanie God. Siegel and like Petey Crack. Wow, and, dude. Uh, fucking, uh, what's the other This is such here? a niche conversation. 
early 2000s hip hop clothing oh, that was bro. only worn by urban youth. Who else at G Unit? G Unit clothes was huge. Okay, okay. True story. True story. True story. Huge. True story. You want to know how much I wanted a G Unit shirt at like 12 years old? That I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I cried at Christmas, which is in December. That <laughs> out of all the clothes I got, I didn't get one red, plain G-Unit shirt, which is what I wanted in grade eight. I thought it was so sick. Everybody had the black one or the tanned one. I mm -hmm. didn't want those. I wanted the red one. I thought it was sick. My brother said he was going to get it, and he could, he said he honestly told me, Mike, I couldn't find it. It was sold out everywhere. And I cried a little bit, and he told me, I promise I'll get it for you. And he did. Okay, so he gets it for me. <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories in life because it's so humble. Like, I, it humbled me as a human. Uh, man, I get the red shirt for my birthday. Okay, three months later in March, I get really happy. Thank you so much. The, one of the first days that I wear the shirt, I go out to the park to wear it, and some older dude from the park just goes, Dude, that's the fucking ugliest color I ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And I remember being like, oh, no, I like it. It's the red one. Oh. Nobody's got the red one. And he went, why do you think nobody <laughs> has the red one? And I remember just being like, Ugh. You're, like you're like in grade eight. You're 12. You're, the guy, this guy was like 15. I thought he was so much cooler. And it just oh. ate me. Listen to me, man. That's what you get. That's what you get for being a little piece of shit in grade eight. Man. That, that, that's something that never... Like that, like that hurts at every age. Like I could think now if somebody, if I walked in somewhere and someone was like, yo, that shirt looks stupid as fuck. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd genuinely be hurt. You okay. know, like, so I usually, you, I used to get hurt by that kind of stuff. But what I've done now is, is, is I hate that person. <laughs> if someone says that to me, I genuinely hate them. I'm like, you fucking stupid. How the fuck haven't you learned by the time you're 30 years old to be nice to people? You know, you meet people at comedy clubs like that. People who are getting drunk with the comics who aren't comics. And you're like, fuck yeah. is this guy? Oh. Fuck is this stupid idiot oh. talking like he, because he thinks because he's talking with the comics, he can like let loose a little bit more or something. And then by mistake, they'll like insult one of your friend comics because they're not there. Like, what was the deal with that guy earlier? Dude? Yeah, and yeah, everybody like, will look at each other like, what? You're like, bro, like, that's my friend. That's my friend. What are you, what talking, are you about? talking about? You know, I love I the corner, hate but man, like the that. corner has so many funny drift like that that just come in and they're like yeah this is where comics meet up and talk shit <laughs> that guy what's his name fucking robert or don't, something? yeah you mean you don't, don't even know his name you I know what i'm you. talking about he's a goof yeah i fucking hate that guy i had to tell that guy off once oh yeah everybody had to tell that guy off he, le he I left him off a couple times yeah. yeah he left that was so funny i remember you know. one time no this is what this is, okay we can maybe blur out his name or do some shit after or whatever but i was gonna tell you a piece of story of how big of a piece of shit this fucking guy is the okay? corner this guy. is just weed related as well so we're at the corner, <coughs> we go out, go out to have a smoke after the show and shit like that. I asked like a couple of comics, like, yo, you want to come blaze? Hit this blood. So we go outside and then this guy just comes too. And I'm like, okay. So we're smoking the blunt or whatever. And then this guy like just invites himself and starts hitting the blunt. I'm like, bro, who are you? And uh, he's like, uh, oh, I'm like, what's it called? Like, you, we know each other. I'm like, no, we don't. What are you, how are you going to tell me that you know me? We know each other if I just asked who, who are you? What are you talking about? You know, the guy who knows you. I'm like, you know, you could at least just be polite and like introduce yourself and be like, yo, you, might, you guys mind if I like hit the blind or something? Like, then that's like humble, you know? You can't just like invite yourself. And he's like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm like, all right, yeah. 
whatever. You can hit the blunt. Dude, also. This guy hits it. There's more. Keep talking. Finish the blunt. We're talking and talking. This guy pulls out a pipe, packs a pipe, starts hitting it to himself, hits it, hits it a few times, and then like puts it away or whatever. And I'm like, you come smoke our blunt, then pull out your (laughs) pipe and not even share the fucking pipe. Like that is one of the most slimiest things you can do as a human being. Pipe etiquette. That is insane. If you don't have pipe etiquette by adulthood, you fucked up. Man, if you smoke a whole pipe, okay, if you get a, if you load a pipe hit and it's just you and a homie, this is the rule of etiquette. You Any hit weed. Half the pipe Any load so that you can, it's easy to hit a half a pipe load. It's not impossible. You just keep the lighter to the side and you hit it lightly and it's going to burn half the pipe load. And then you look at the person you're with and you always, always pipe etiquette. Even if they don't want it, you go, hey, there's a half a load in the pipe. Do you want the other half of the load? Even if they say, no, I don't like pipes. It's good. The rest is yours. Facts. Second rule of pipes. Do not burn the top part of the weed to yourself. That is a selfish move. Unless, unless, this is the truth, mm-hmm. unless you're smoking with people. It's say you load the pipe, don't burn the top all to yourself. Oh, the whole top? The whole top. Unless you're burning with like 10 people and it's going to go around anyway. Then okay, yeah, you yeah. start a good ember, you sit, you pass it around. If it's you and a friend, oh, don't yeah, light yeah. the top to yourself. Don't be that guy and then pass it. I uh, trust me, man. I never really knew about that one. To that one to me, I is, never shared uh, that many pipes. Yeah. To, see, if you share pipes with a regular, you're going to realize that you don't want to be third and fourth in line anymore to a uh, black ashy toke. Yeah, it's just the bottom of it. Yeah. So what you got to try to do is I wish I had a pipe here. You got to divide it. Like, man, me and my friends, we used to be so good at hitting the pipe together that or bongs even that you would divide it into threes, man. <laughs> What's but, one of the, the weirdest like, um, weed things that you've seen someone do. Like an example that I'll, I'll give you is like one time I was in uh, I was in Denver. We were on a road trip and we're staying at Airbnb. And um, me and the Airbnb host were like, he's like, yo, you want to hit some, hit some bongs? I'm like, yeah, for sure. And he just packed a full bong. And then he like hit like a bunch of it. And then he like passed it to me. And like we like shared a bong hit. Like I thought that was weird. Whereas I've only grown up and like just hit it everybody has their their I would itself. hate that they clear it you that's know? the nastiest does that sound shit. gross that's yeah. nasty bro that, that, so he it, yeah. so he fills the bong hits what he wants passes you a full bong of smoke uh no he cl- I think he cleared it okay but then he would like we would share we'd We'd like the same it, load, but we'd, we'd share the same load and keep going back nah, and forth until it's done. See, that, that and doesn't he pack, happen he packed in our circles. Yeah, because you pack a little bit, you do your hit, yeah. and you keep the fucking thing moving on so that you get, so so that, you get a fresh, so like, that it's you just, get the fresh hit, bro. Exactly. That so it goes black back to charred the, weed doesn't mm-hmm. have the same flavor. Mm-hmm. It's nasty. Yep. I, I hope you guys are, if there, if there are people in the comments I, and you don't agree with us, I hope you destroy us because me and Chris will come find these comments and rip you apart, you fucking black charged smoking it's evil yeah okay no, you're fucked, that's man. what it is percy bowls all day percy bowls man you know you do your little bowl and you keep it growing man you ever do your okay worst weed things that i've seen worst weed etiquette that i've seen i hate people as adults who throw tobacco in their joints without warning anybody around you gotta yeah, okay yeah if you, okay. if you don't warn anybody then yeah you're because you, that first toke no one's expecting tobacco and it's going to destroy them because you're going to hit it like weed and you're going to load your lungs with it and it's not the same weight everybody yeah. knows tobacco carries more weight in the lung yeah. Just what it well, is. actually, I don't know. It like I do. I don't like it if someone does that in most cases, but in one case, I do like it. What is it? Where, um, you know that guy who uh, hangs out at uh, at Hotbox sometimes, 
Jamaican dude. He's no. hilarious. I don't know if we could say his name. I don't know about saying names and stuff. Jamaican dude? Yeah, but anyway, he, he's like our boy. And um, Will? He, he'll... No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anybody else who hung out at a hot box right now. Uh, I was like, Will Noy, I think it's half black. Is that he? That's so funny. When you do this, you have to put up a picture of Will Noy. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a picture has to pop up, please. So that everybody can know the reference of why that's dude, so funny. Dude, he's like a Star Wars character living in Toronto who's a pothead, dude. He's really cool, man. No, he's, he's, so not, not Will. Not Will. But, um, this other Jamaican dude, but he um, he'll always roll these massive joints, and yeah. he puts uh, he puts um, some graba bags. graba in it. Oh, graba, yeah. And yeah if yeah. you don't know what that is, graba is like um, it's like a Jamaican tobacco, and I think it's made from a I think it's a giant leaf, and they just like dry it up. But it's like it it packs a punch. Graba. But he like he puts a lot in it. So the first times, if he likes you, if he's a comic that you like, after a set, he'd be like. Yo, 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 I thought, yo, touch it, touch the spliff, man. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, all right, okay, cool. I remember the first time hitting it. And you're just like, all right, thanks, man. It's a huge joint, two fucking cannon like this. Always. And you're like, all right, sick. And he's so, he looks so cool. He always has like gold chains and he has like fucking grills in and stuff. Oh, I know so, who it is. Yeah, he always has on like a Gucci belt. Wow. Like, he's like, I haven't seen that guy in years. Yo, he looked tough. So you want to make him laugh. And then after like the first time you make him laugh, you like come out. You're like, yo, yo, touch this spliff, man. And then you're like, wow. Right, sick. You hit it, and like, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, start yeah. fucking coughing your lugs oh out. And shit. You're like, what dude. the fuck is this, dude? That guy, that guy, just fucked. dies. He'll be like, ah, laughing with this. What gold happened team. to that guy? Where did I used to see him all the time? Was it vape? Yeah, he'd come to vape sometimes. Oh my god, and, uh, yo, I love sometimes. people like that. Man. Yeah, he's dope. In man. comedy, he's you will meet people who love stand up comedy that you would never imagine love stand up comedy. Yeah. And this guy he's talking about is a dude in, in, in gold chains, always wearing like a Gucci belt, always had like yeah. a white chick beside him. And this dude <laughs> loves comedy shows. He'd yeah, come he smoke loves weed comedy. and just be like, ah! <laughs> and he, man, he loved it. Loved it, was, it. It was so funny too when there'd be I know like some, because. It'd be so funny too, and like you know, there'd be like some comics who be like he wouldn't like and shit, and he'd just be like, "Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like kissing his teeth in the back." <laughs> You're like, "Man, what am I even watching here?" Yeah, That's it'd be so funny. Wow. Okay, let's talk about a couple of rooms that aren't around anymore, but that used to be the best. So Paul Thompson, one of our good friends, one of our best friends, we also recorded an album with him when we were like 20 years old. He used to run a room called Vape on the Lake, which was on Lake Shore. Yeah, magical. And it used to be like Lakeshore and Islington, so so far away, so west, Etobicoke. Fucking buddy who kills cats, Etobicoke. End of the line. Yeah, man. <laughs> End of the line. I should have got off and cracked it. <laughs> 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 anyway, so I, I got to roll. I can't roll one more. Fuck, I'm already wrecked. And then uh, we might. Who cares? We'll see what happens. So Paul Thompson used to host a show on Lakeshore. Lakeshore in Toronto is a crack-filled neighborhood, even though it's some of the richest people in the city live right beside them. There's also a lot of poverty, which naturally happens most places. So this guy would run a show, and only the devoted comedy people could go because it was like a 20-minute drive outside the city. But the plus was that you could smoke weed on a Monday inside of a weird venue. And uh, so sometimes the show would have 10 people, sometimes it'd have 50. But one of the best yeah. things about this show was... But it, it was consistent. It was It was... Consistently amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The energy in the room was amazing. Those, if there was 10 people, it was the best 10 people you could ever perform because they had traveled a half an hour to be there just to smoke weed and watch you. 
And if there was 50, it was like rocking the best comedy club in the country. It was better because oh, there was yeah. 50 people who were just loving every set. Sometimes you wouldn't even use a microphone. They were so close to you. They were literally like 10 feet away from and you. And it was, it was such a good mix of, um, of audience too because it was like, it was mostly young people. Oh, but yeah. it would be like, you know, young people from like the hood and then like some young people from like the suburbs of Mississauga who I like know. grew up. And then there's like students from like Humber over Ugh. there. And then- you know, the one, two random, like, sketchy dude will, like, be there, you know, hey. like, sitting at the bar. <laughs> hey, guys, yeah. yeah, you guys, like, pot me, too, dude. Been smoking it since it was called pot. Still calling it pot. <laughs> <laughs> My mom smokes pot. <laughs> <laughs> get, get away from us. But, uh, so that was the thing. The sketchy dudes in that place were unlike any other sketchy dudes. I remember buying shit off crackheads on the street. Like, you'd be outside having a smoke. Be, one time I bought a golf bag, a Wilson drive golf bag so sick <laughs> buddy clearly had just robbed it from the canadian tire down the street and he didn't even flinch he came out he's like golf bag buddy 100 bucks i was like 25 he's like got it let's go right now what, what's the best thing you've bought off a of crackhead a bike no hands same down, i was no gonna choice. say a bike too i was gonna a say bike. a bike oh, okay yeah. man this is so this is how the story goes this is gonna be a kind of a shitty story to tell because as an adult i realized what happened later on in life so what happens here is my bike gets robbed as a kid I live on Lansdowne in Toronto, a crackhead neighborhood, and my bike gets robbed. My father is really sad. He goes, I'm sorry, Mikey, we don't have the money for the bike right now. I'm about 16 years old, 15 years old. I'm about to get a job. So uh, I started working a couple months later at the meat shop, and I remember bumping into this crackhead that I had bumped into, let's say like a week after I had my bike stolen, and I was like, man, if you ever get me a nice bike, let me know. I swear to God, like two months later, it's one of my first paychecks I get, this fuck crackhead sees me on Lansdowne, and he, he flags me, hey, hey, come here. <laughs> and I remember like, what, what do you want? And he's like, come here, I have a bike. You want to see a bike? And this guy sold me a fucking crazy, like six speed, ripper bike, thin tires, so nice, thin, like you could pick it up with two fingers, sold it to me for a hundred bucks. I asked my dad at the time for 50 bucks because I was making minimum wage. Minimum, I started making minimum wage. I was making 775 at the time. So I was making fuck all. So a hundred bucks was a lot of money. So I asked my dad for 50 bucks. My dad cuffed me to 50. I went back for the 50 and I bought this crackhead's bike. And now as an adult, I realize you shouldn't buy bikes off crackheads yeah. because there's somebody else's bike that they robbed from somebody else. And they, you know, you're in the same- But when you're young and you're like- But when you're young, you're like, a hundred bucks for this thing. Are yeah. you crazy? Right now, buddy, don't sell this to nobody. And he's like, yeah, I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> you know? and, and growing up on Lansdowne, I was like that, man. I got two or three, one time, this is a real sad story too. My boy's brother robbed my bike from my backyard because he, oh, wow. he had got lost in drugs as a, 18, 19 year old. And we, my dad seen him and he confided in me because it was my friend's brother. And I remember that I woke up in the morning and it was so serious. Everybody was downstairs, so serious. And I was like, hi everybody. And my dad's like, listen, your friend, you know, your brother, the crackhead for sure. I go, what do you mean? He goes, the guy steal your bike yesterday. He don't know, me and mommy upstairs watch the TV beside the wind. We see him go to the backyard, I don't say nothing. I go, what's this guy do? Steal your bike. That's your friend's brother. I go, for sure, he goes, for sure. And I remember just so embarrassing having to go to my friend's house, talk to his mom, and be like, and my dad just so angry, be like, your son crackhead. <laughs> oh shit. And he steal my son bike. Oh wow. And she goes, blah, blah. And he goes, no him, the brother, the older one. And you can just see the shame in this woman's face. Oh. And a few weeks later, they moved out of the neighborhood. Oh, wow. For real, bro. It's such a heart-wrenching. So this is even a crazier story. Years later, 
this guy comes into my house trying to sell me a gun. Oh my god! At 18 years old, and he was thing, 18, or you were 18? I was 18. Yeah. He was a little older. He came in with a 22, and he tried to get me to buy it. And this is how fucked up I was as a teenager. I almost bought it. I was oh, wow. 18, and I was like, cool. I, I didn't, now as an adult, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine buying that gun. Who knows what that gun was a part of? Yeah. And I almost did it because he, he came in. He, How much couple, was it? Uh, like 300 bucks uh, for a 22. I just didn't have the money. I literally would have bought the gun. I just didn't What's have the money. What's a 22 even look like? What's that? It's just like know. a little fucking, like imagine. Is it like what, six shooter? Yeah, little know. six bullets, but they're tiny. Little fucking tiny little bullets. And oh. it's just a little handgun. Like imagine like what you imagine a handgun being, like a little no, like a little nozzle, uh, six little rolls. Okay. Put it back in and you just go poof, 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 like a little fucking pop pop gun. Pop pop pop. Okay. Like yeah. um and it's not like a very good caliber. It's not like uh like a Smith and Wesson blasting people. Yeah. No. Uh, it's like a little bush gun. He only wanted a couple hundred bucks for it. It was I, it was kind of old and rusty and everything. Jesus I didn't buy Christ. it. But you know I didn't buy it not because I didn't want it. I didn't buy it because I couldn't. Yeah. Because I was struggling <laughs> at the time. Wow. That's how close I was. That's how easy it is to get a gun sometimes if you grow up in the hood. Yeah, that's insane. I've never. Uh, that that guy robbed my bike. <laughs> and he tried to sell me a gun. Oh yeah. Later. So my my crackhead bike story is. Um, <laughs> that was a good. I was like uh, twenty, and I had a bike, and I lived with Paul Paul Thompson, and he didn't have a bike, so it was like hard for. I'm like fuck, man. Like I want to. It's like better for us to like ride around and shit like that, and. Uh, I was like drunk outside of Dog's Bollocks wow. um, on Queen Street. And then I came outside and there was like a crackhead and he was like, he's like, yo, I got, I got this bike. Anybody, anybody want to buy it? I'm like, yeah, I'll buy a bike. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like, uh, I'm like, how much is it? And he's like, 30 bucks. And I was like, uh, I'll give you 15. And he's like, all right. And then I was like, okay. And then I like ran and got a, ran to the ATM, got 20 bucks. I was like, just take the 20. And he's like, all right, thanks, man. And I just, yeah, fucking bike. Was that a good bike? And then I'd even really kind of see what kind of bike it was. And then I, the next day I woke up and like looked at it outside. And I was like, oh shit, this was a, it was like a brand new bike too. It was like, yeah, really sick. Like thin wheels bucks. had like the fucking uh, like covers over the wheels. There was oh, lights shit. and shit. Like, yeah, I know. Thinking back on it now, I'm like, oh God, that's, yeah, that's really shitty. But when you're young, when you're like 20, you're like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. Man, you're we like, used to rob bikes and sell them to some guy on Queen Street. We used to sell it to, Gr- I can't even say his name. Oh, it, was it across from Trini Boas? Yeah. Yo, man. I watched a documentary about him on TVO. That guy's fucked, bro. He was like a notorious bike buyer. Yo, so he, this, yo, guy had, this guy had teenagers running the streets pretty much with the knowledge of if you bring me a bike, I'll give you a 15, 20 bucks. No matter what the bike was, you'd get a couple bucks for it. A couple bucks for $200, $300 bikes. This guy was ripping everybody off. But when you're like 17 and kind of like cracky in the neighborhoods and you just want some money to not buy drugs, you want to buy weed and beef patties. That's the kind of struggle that we're not trying to buy good (laughs) shit. We were trying to buy a 20, this is for real hood life. We're trying to buy a 20 sack and a fucking beef patty. And it wasn't even a good beef patty from a hipster place. It was your convenience store in a little box that you slid this fucking window, you put it in and the lady be like, it's not ready yet. You had to, and you'd be like, I'll eat a cold, I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> and we used to steal people's bikes off. The, man, we used to steal bikes off verandas. If you walked by a veranda and you had a bike that had no lock and, and, and me and my homies seen it when we were like 17, long gone. 
easily. No lock. We, we, we wouldn't even phase it out. We would just walk right by. And then once we were all down the street, one guy would go back and get it and take off the other way. And that's it. Simple as that. You're not even part of our group. We didn't even know you did it. Man, such crazy oh, wow. shit as teenagers. And all, all, all because why? Because we were poor and we didn't have the nice shit that we wanted. For real, that's it. Not because we were mean. Not because I we're not. I'm not a bad person. I grew up. I have kids. I have a normal life now. But as a 17 and 16 year old, the idea of consumption is something that you want to take a part of, but you can't. You can't consume the cool shit. You want to have the cool fucking clothes. You want to have the cool man. You don't get it. You so know what? Too. I feel like um, <clears throat> kids who grow up in the hood. It's like even more so you know, kind of yes, like, of course. like encouraged to like, like kids who grew up in the hood will have flashier clothes than like, you know, kids in the way, suburbs and shit way, like that. They couldn't even care less because they know they're rich. It's yeah. not about trying to, because you're not, they're not trying, rich kids aren't trying to make it out of anything. They're yeah. just in it. You're already in it. You're in the fucking thing that we want to be in. Yeah. You know, like, I know uh, like my nephew, he got like, he got like some gold teeth. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't even imagine. 16? You got fucking gold teeth? How do you have gold teeth when you're 16? Yeah. I had to fuck, you know when I bought gold teeth? When I was fucking 26 after I accomplished one of the hardest things I had to do in my entire life and I got a lot of fucking money. Like that's the only time. I'm like, you're 16 you're just getting fucking gold teeth? It's insane. Little jerk. Did you get it from our boy Mazamini? Yeah, shout out Maz. Girls by Maz. Girls by Maz. Mazamini. This guy was doing shit that The weekend does now. Back in the day, live on my show, he could have been something, man. This Yeah, yeah. He was doing like that acapella, like, I'll fuck your girl type of singing back in the day. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, it was dope. Yo, what you saying, girl? Trying to get played tonight. And the girls in the show would be like, oh my God. (laughs) Who is this guy? Is he he speaking to me directly? And now he just like makes jewelry. Now he makes jewelry, man. That's what happens, you know? Man, jewelry must be a fun thing to make because large people make jewelry. And the worst part about it is some of it is amazing and some of it is jewelry by Karen. And it's a store on Blur Street West and you walk by the storefront and you're like, who the fuck is wearing this? <laughs> oh, Who's yeah. wearing this fucking she- seashell necklace? Ugh. Oh my God, man. Get the fuck out of my house, Karen. I know. What's your favorite thing in the world right now? Um... I don't know. Tell you I, what, I like. I'm going uh, to tell you what mine is. Yeah, you go first. I go first, and I give you some time to think. Because I just thought of it right now. I'm really enjoying. Because um, we're in the middle of the the whole pandemic, and it's really been enjoyable to watch. And I, I'm enjoying the idea that humans are somehow smarter than the smartest people in the world. And not that we have to put trust blindly into them. Wait, what? Okay, so I'm oh. the, the people on our like Facebook or, or okay, let me put it this way. People who won't believe in experts anymore because they don't believe in experts. They just don't, I don't believe in experts anymore. Mm. It, those people are my favorite because of uh, the idea that like, it's only in the field of medical science in which you don't believe in expert. You don't do that for anything else. If you're going to call a plumber, you want the best fucking plumber. You're not just going to get a guy or you're yeah. not going to listen to anybody. And it's such a weird thing. That's my favorite thing in the world right now is the uh, the, the blind belief in, in not believing <laughs> in anything other than like a couple of things that fit the narrative in which you're trying to chase yourself. Do you get what I'm saying by that? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I mean, like in this day and age, you can find any um, type of article or any type of thing to justify what kind of viewpoint you want to have. Yes, you know? man. So, okay. like, I mean, okay. So, yeah. like, yeah, I w- we were talking about this off camera before. Mm-hmm. Was the inflation of the numbers? Like, like I'm right down the middle on this whole COVID thing. I believe that it's like kind of overblown. I also believe that it's killing a bunch of innocent people who are just old and fucked up and sitting around, and now they're dying because of it. And it sucks. Sure. Okay. But my favorite thing is like how people are, that's like the base level of conspiracy. You're like, I can believe in that. I can believe that the numbers are inflated. I can also believe that a bunch of people are dying. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there's people who are getting deep into it. Like the 5G microchip, Bill Gates coming yeah. through kids shit. Yeah. Dude, that's my fucking favorite. I really love that kind of stuff, man. I hope all that stuff comes true. I hope all of us get chipped. I hope we all get vaccinated. <laughs> I hope Bill Gates really does turn into Satan. Wouldn't that be like, like, man, that I would, would be insane. What, what's well, that, that would just thing? be like really funny because like he's such a nerd, dude. You know? How great like, would that be? Imagine him like Taking ruling him. over the fucking world, but he's just still such a nerd. He's I like, warned you, guys, the uh, meek <laughs> will inherit the earth, and I'm the meekest motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts growing, not even a good horn, like a little wee-wee horn. <laughs> oh, man, I like that kind of shit, man. There's a lady on but my- But you know what? Bro. Like, straight up, fuck Bill Gates. <laughs> like, Give me more, I want in on it. Just but literally because I hate- Fucking Microsoft technology. Wow, you're so fucking funny. Straight like, up. I don't even I don't give, give a fuck, fuck about the dude. I, I give a shit about his. his all friend. the shit that he's been selling fucking gets viruses like crazy. It always breaks down. Always have to reboot shit. Okay, always wait. getting like getting the fucking red See? ring on the Xbox. Dude, what you just fucking said. had to send it away. Get another one. That one gets a red ring. No fucking warranty on the second one. You're like, fuck you, man. I'll never <laughs> fuck, fuck Bill Gates. <coughs> and Mike, Microsoft Vista can suck my dick. <coughs> Yeah, but what about Windows 95, bro? Windows 95 was the last good thing that he did. I want that song. That's going to be and the X, first Xbox. First Xbox was good. Woo! That one did. And, that and, one did and it came good. with Jet Set Radio and the racing game. If yeah. you bought the Christmas thing, remember, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. But everything after that, fuck them. Dude, what you just said was like the basis of so many of my dumbest friends' conspiracies. They're like, everything he builds has viruses. Think about it. Plandemic. It's planned. This is a plan. You're like, dude, I will fight everybody right now, man. Bro. There's you gotta find the middle ground. You can't go full blown 5G chip your kids, yeah. fucking bionic eyes, <laughs> watching what you do. But you can also believe that you're like, yes, it would benefit them to know what we're doing and use our information to sell us products. See, yeah. I can believe that. Obviously, oh, that's 100%. already happening, right? Yeah. But these people post this shit on Facebook. You, you've already given up some some of your freedom if you've got Facebook for Christ's sake. I know. Okay, so that's my favorite thing in the world right now is the uh, is the fun level of conspiracy. Like, it's not like, it's not even like, like people are like, yeah, 5G is fine, man. People are like, if you can find articles that used to say 4G was going to kill us all. Yeah. And we've been living in 4G for years and nobody gives a fuck. My kid's a little bit overactive. What the fuck you want? <laughs> oh, you know what? My favorite thing is right now, tell you the truth. Give it to me. I've been like researching a lot of like, Toronto animals. Sick. Yeah, no kidding, buddy. You seen that fucking coyote? Yeah. Like, like, that's it. What else is living in a fucking city? I seen deer. You ever seen a deer in the city? Uh, Never seen a deer. Jesus, Mill, I'm sorry. I seen a deer once. Home Smith Park, Dundas, 
uh, Dundas and like Jane or something like that. Oh yeah, 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 it's like a little river park where you can see the salmon. Oh, just off the yeah. You want to? Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah. You want to hear my favorite part of that that story? I'm an impatient city driver, so we're driving through this park, and it's already a 15 like kilometer an hour drive. So you got to cruise. This fucking car in front of me stops out of nowhere and doesn't move, and I kind of wait and I wait, and then I give a little honk like bamp, and buddy doesn't even do nothing, and I give it another honk bamp bamp. And then his fucking wife like gives me a look through the middle and then she like points her hand out the window and I turn my head and I look, I'm like, what? You, I literally out loud went, what? <laughs> and she points again and it's a fucking deer and like a little baby deer. And oh, I'm like, shit. Oh, fucking Lord. And Danielle is laughing. My, my wife is laughing, going, you're a fucking idiot. See why I was in your honk, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought this fucking idiot was just stopping in the middle of the road. So now we're watching these deer cross the Homesmith while we're arguing. Fucking stupid. <laughs> but uh, that's I, I also seen a coyote once too near Lakeshore beside Cherry Beach we were just chilling out one day pretty much the exact same thing that you said me and DJ my road manager best friend he, him and I are sitting in the car and we seen it just like what you said like a dog and you, at first you think it's a dog and then you're like that's too mangy and then you're like it's a fox and you're like no you're like, it's, it's bigger than a fox <laughs> it's a wolf no it's yeah. too small for a wolf and then your brain's like ding 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 coyote you're like wow sick here it is coyote in the not, city they're not pack animals right they can be, but I think coyotes yeah. are, if they're city dwellers, remember that episode of My, Magic School Bus? They I teach heard you. this uh, uh, crazy story from this guy who told me in LA, he had a dog and he was a, uh, he, he played golf a lot. So he'd be out on a golf course with his, uh, he had a pit bull late at night. And he said he was like, it was like right around um, dusk and he was like finishing up. And then he, he, uh, saw one coyote like come out and they kind of howled and he's like, oh shit. So he like called his dog over because they like, well, try and fuck with your dog if they Started smell like other dogs around. And so he like called his dog over and his dog like started running and he got into the car and he started like driving away. And then he said like three more coyotes came out from different directions and like they were all like circling in on them. And he's like, oh fuck. And he like just had to like gun it in his golf cart and his dog was just like running on the side too. That's and then nuts. the fucking coyotes were trying to come in and like attack his dog. And he was just like swinging a fucking golf club at these coyotes as he was driving. Buddy, and you, eventually- But you get out, stop that cart, grab your nine and go to town. Even give your dog a fucking eight iron. Let's go, bud. Start whacking these coyotes in the neck. You oh, know what man. kind of damage a nine iron would do to a coyote? I would actually. Yeah, but if you stop, there's still going to be three Let's other fucking go. dogs. Let's You'd go. stop and fight four coyotes. Me and my pit bull. If you're not willing to die with me, pit bull, right now, you ain't <laughs> Mr. International shit. Bro. But seriously, I would love to take. I, I always think about this shit because I, I have a lot of time on my hands to do nothing. So I think about taking on animals all the time. You don't know how many times I'll be walking with my kid and I'll see a dog and I'll square it up in my head. I'm like, buddy, yeah. one kick to you stupid fucking I know man. I usually if we're walking in the woods I'll usually have like a stick with me or something you gotta have like a that, stick you, know? you, you wanna hear a, you gotta man. get a good stick you we know? were in uh, we were in Nova Scotia and when you go there they have all kinds of like warnings hey you're gonna see this you're gonna see that we, we, we like there was like a sign freshly put up with the little thing that says moose in area and you're like what buddy moose doesn't even seem like a scary animal until it's just you a homie a path and a moose and they you can see where a moose has been because it's been like a couple moose in an area will fucking destroy 
pine trees and shit. They'll destroy the leaves. They just eat They'll the just needles? eat and eat and eat and eat all day. They, they eat the another, needles? Dude, they eat everything. Trees? They'll destroy like a whole fucking forest. So we were walking through a, like a pretty heavily forested area and we started getting to this place that was super patchy and it was the most scary part of my life thinking that we were going to run into a moose in the wild. Also small black bears. They're not as scary though. Yeah, yeah. When you look up black bear shit, if you uh, pretty much charge it, it should take off. Should. Yeah. But you can, and if you have one of those, uh, those horns. Yeah, horns. I'm Portuguese, bro. You know, I know this like would never happen. Let's fucking go. But I, for some reason, I always think of like, if a fucking hawk attacked me or something like that. Ooh, like, when Aaliyah was, was little, when Aaliyah was yeah, little, I used to like, be you know, scared that it was going to come down and scoop her. Yeah. Oh man, a hawk, dude. Do you, I don't know. I was like, do you follow my homie Dorvi on Instagram? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I swear to God. I don't know, man. It's just, I haven't talked. That's the most stoner thing to say. You follow this you, you, you follow my buddy Dorfy. He is a, he's a construction worker. He works high rise. And the other day he posted a, a video of falcons eating other birds up in their nest and feeding their young. Oh, and wow. it was so intense and terrifying. I'm like the falcon that. looks up and he's like, <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck? Man, if you could be any bird, which one are you going with? Yeah, I'd probably go Peregrine Falcon. For real? No, oh, man. I'm going to go straight up. <sighs> shit. Peregrine Falcon is the fastest animal on the planet. Yeah, but ugly as shit. They're not ugly. What are you talking about? They're sleek. The females, maybe. I think it's the females that are sleek and the males are pure clunky nasty. Regardless. Peregrine Falcon? That's not bad, I guess. Fuck, Egyptians love them. How the fuck did an Egyptian know about a peregrine falcon? Is that trippy? They're there. I know, but like, they like, you and I get to see peregrine falcons at, by chance, you know? Do you get what I'm saying by it? Like, like, like maybe if you're on the highway driving, you look to the right, they'll be like on a fucking branch or something. But you, in the mm-hmm. city, you never see one just chilling out. Like yeah, they, no. Do you Only randomly. Randomly, man. So, like that, I guess that's why they were considered godlike. You imagine you're just walking through whatever fucking ancient Egypt and you look up, you see this crazy majestic bird and you're like, God? <laughs> Those people are tripping the and fuck out, And also too, take in, this oh, is like, you know, that must have been times before we fucked up the planet and like, you know, shit so like maybe that. So there's, like, like, there's way more populated populations of like animals and shit. God, know? yeah. Par- okay, quick note on that. I've been up in Wasega Beach for the last two months and there's been no... Very little human like interaction up there, mm-hmm. buddy. My backyard is nothing but cardinals, little chickadees. Oh, nice, man. Uh, and shit. Oh man, in the morning, oh, not every morning. Fuck, I can't say every morning, but most mornings, there's a woodpecker, bro. Oh and yeah, it is the coolest sound in the morning. <laughs> and you're like, shit, he's here again. And it's so loud and distinct. I'm surprised woodpeckers aren't a more popular bird. By like the ever watch Woody Woodpecker? Yeah, of course, man. Is that show? Is that show like what happened to that? I don't know. I think it was just like an old show, and then it like what was stopped. the humor in Woody Woodpecker? What was funny? Was it just his laugh? I think he was like r- really horny all the time. Was he horny? Was he a horny little bird? Yeah, I think he was. Like Can we cut the to the producers? Really? Do you guys know what Woody Woodpecker? Why he was funny? What was funny about Woody Woodpecker? Was it the name Woody Woodpecker? It's three little like penis jokes. What is it? <laughs> what was he? He was a shit disturber, like Woody yeah. Woodpecker. And then you'd laugh. He'd be like, ah. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Remember when you were a kid trying to master the Woody Woodpecker? <laughs> Sometimes my laugh is like actually kind of like that. Is that that guy Mel Blanche? No, <laughs> right. The dude, the Looney Tune guy. I don't know. I don't know. No, right. That guy did every voice before like <laughs> Mel. Can we hire a woman? Why? 
I, I can do a woman. <laughs> All right, Mel, Mel. Mel. Your dad like any cartoons? My dad? Yeah. My dad couldn't even, my dad does, this is a true story, bro. I seen my parents about two weeks ago. I had to stop by my parents' house and uh, I stopped by my parents' house and I was doing a couple bong hits upstairs. And my dad came upstairs to come talk to me. How's everything? Blah, blah, blah. And he sees me doing bongs. He doesn't even give a fuck. He gave a fuck that I was watching The Simpsons. And he goes, you still watch the show? And I go, yeah, it's for adults. He goes, what do you mean? It's cartoons. <laughs> and I go, yeah, but the jokes in the cartoon are for adults. He goes, what do you mean? Oh, it's the, it's the, what, like boobies? And I'm like, no, it's not boobies. <laughs> That's not what an adult joke is, I swear. I was like, the, the humor, daddy, the humor isn't for children. But he, I swear to God, he goes, but you watch when you were a kid all the time. And I go, because uh. it was on TV. It's, it, it, you can watch it for, if it's for kids too. And I swear he got angry. He goes, so it's for kids or for people. <laughs> oh, relax, man. It's a little bit of both. And he got even more. More mad at me. Oh, uh, okay, you don't know. You don't know. You don't. I remember just. It's like, did you come up to say hello to me, or did you come here to give me shit? That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, man. My, Getting my, mad that you're watching fucking Simpsons. Dude, we hilarious. moved out of upstairs to live uh, at the cottage. So, so we're living at the cottage now, and uh, so our house is pretty much like empty except for the living room. There's like an old couch and an old TV <laughs> and some old like furniture there. Just so if my, and I sort of got my, I was like, do you want me to take this stuff? I could throw it out for you. He's like, leave it. Sometimes I come up. I'm like, you come up to the house? It's empty. He's like, it's nice. It's quiet. I sleep. Dude, it must be the funniest shit to finally retire. At, like, okay, my dad came here as an immigrant, didn't speak the language, just worked yeah. for all those years. And now he doesn't have to do shit. And that's my mom. Is he okay? And she goes, yeah, he just sleeps. It's true. <laughs> Remember when you were a kid, you're like, how do I just dad sleep all the time? They, he's just been waiting. Yeah. He just worked, worked, worked. And now he's like, I'm done. And he just sleeps. Now just chill. Dude, I call home all the time. Ma, you okay? Yeah. How's daddy? Are you sleeping? <laughs> it's, it's, it's 11 in the morning. He wake up very early, five, six. Why? Eh? <laughs> Dude, it must be fun, man. It must yeah. be cool. Because he, 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 I don't know. My dad's also ex-military, so he's kind of nutty. Oh, really? You have any, you have, you have any milita like military people? No. You grew up Jehovah Witness. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. a whole different type of military type thinking. <laughs> where, like, you know, military religious dads. Military. Mi religious military. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> man. Oh, yeah. You, what age that did you break crazy. out of that? Uh, when I was 19, like wow. two months before I turned 20. Is that a normal thing for a lot of young people in the Jehovah community? To leave? Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, it's probably like 50-50. Really, like eh? That. Yeah. Still yeah. that fucking high? Yeah, Bro, you know like what? a lot of people stay. Well, it's because like what the fuck am I? You know, about? I came from Catholic people, and lots of my friends still post all the time on Facebook and everything. Like Jesus, thank you so much for helping me. I'm like, what are you? Yeah, I know. There's some people who are like, you know, oddly like super religious, and yeah, I'm not like anti-religion. No, or you anything, can't be. It's there's but it's against like there. it's just uh, surprising that so many people like. But you know, some people just need to be told how to live. You know? I know, man. Like some people just can't like. Bro, is that a failure of the system or is that a failure of parenting? Um, I don't know. Like in some cases it's good because it helps people who are like, you know, fucked up and it gives them like a structure in life and like guidelines to live by and stuff because they don't have like, you know, the proper self-control on their own. But that's so strange to me. But or some people you and then like, you know, then your whole family gets into it and then it's like. Well, everybody else is doing it, so I'm gonna fucking 
But that's I why gotta I, do it. They get you as kids, though, man. Yeah, I know. The man, but there's the, people who the join. only shitty thing is it's like they're like, oh yeah, you can leave whenever you want. But if you leave, nobody's ever going to talk to you again. You ju- like, they just can't, right? No, right? They just can't be believers and also talk to you as a person who's left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty whack. But and it sucked. But do, do people break those rules, though? Like, if you go talk to one of your aunties, will they say hello to you? Or will they have to be like Christopher? Yeah, like... The church. It's like if it's like quick or something like that, but it's not like any planned like long. You can't be going out to like no family dinners because you're you're not part of the same Jehovah family. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only thing I'm witnessing is some bullshit right now. (laughs) Tell me about it. Am I right, Jehovah? um, Yeah, it was like we had Jehovah's Jehovah's in the Portuguese community, and we 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 were we were actually instructed as children to not open the door. That's a true thing, man. Oh yeah, I felt awful. I felt awful because they always seemed like nice people. Dress nice. And they are nice, you know? They're just guided in a way that isn't the way that you would want to be living your own personal life. Yeah. That's the way I feel about most religions. I don't even give a fucking way. I used to be anti-religion. Even when people were religious, I thought they were dumb, and I don't even care. Yeah. There's a way worse than religion right now, and it's people who are uh, the religion of the mis informed like the people who have the hatred for the wrong thing like racist people and stuff like that to me that's way worse than religious people oh yeah of course like that's its, that's its own worst religion people who are just so misinformed people who have never met a black person or a muslim person in their fucking life bro i hear this shit at the cottage i'm in Wasega beach a lot and that's far enough out of the city where if you're white white people can find in you to thinking that like off white humor is okay oh yeah we had a lady at the superstore say a lot of black people today she said that to me what do you mean a lot of black people today. I was like, how's your day going? A lot of black people today. I sort of got, I don't and even you're know. Like, so it's I like, what is what, that? I didn't yeah. even know. You know when you don't know what to say, so you just go, oh yeah. I literally, oh yeah. I, I didn't even know. I, I I walked away and when I went home, so Danielle's always a very neutral voice. I was like, yo D, what the fuck does this mean? The lady said a lot of black people today. Was she trying to be racist? And she goes, I think so. I think she wanted you to like get mad. I was like, but I didn't know what to do. I just said, oh yeah. A lot of black people today is one of my favorite things. It's, it confuses bro. You ever have somebody that say something to you confusing. that plays in your head for years and years to come? Oh yeah, 100%. man. I have things that I hear oh. in my. Uh, do you have one? Do you have, I have one? one? Give it to oh, me. Yeah. What is it? What, this, is, this is just a bizarre. I was staying at an Airbnb in, in Long Beach, uh, <laughs> California. Me and my girl staying there, and this is like after G just found out she's pregnant. So the Airbnb host had to leave for a week. So her dad. Um, came to stay at the house, this old black dude named Oliver. He's like 70. And so he's like sleeping on the couch. So in the middle of the night, I go to get some water from the kitchen and the fucking gas stove is just cranked all the way up, just flame in the middle of the night in the dark fucking kitchen. <laughs> wow. Blue flame just like fucking going. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I like turn this shit off and I walk into the living room and Oliver's like watch TV. I'm like, yo, Oliver, like, the um, the gas like stove was just on like in the middle of the night, and he was like, "Oh yeah, sometimes I uh, I just do that to keep the edge off." <laughs> wow, wow, man! And like that was like one of those same things where I was just like, "Oh, okay, cool, man, yeah." Yeah, yeah, you just agree. Just like, like, yeah, yeah, all right, all right. And like, I can, for, for the life of me, I've never been able to understand what the fuck that could possibly mean. <laughs> I have no, no clue. Just to keep the edge off. What, yeah, yeah, you have nothing to say to that, dude. There's nothing you Sometimes can say to that. What someone says is the end of the street. And you just have nowhere to go because it's just not, you don't know how to drive down that street. Yeah. You know how psychedelic of a human being you'd have to be to agree with that? Dude, I get it's it. It's insane. 
I get what you're saying, Oliver. Oh, um, before we, uh, we got to wrap. We're wrapping up. I know. What do you got? Um, so I talk about my 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 album that I got. That's out, buddy. We, just want to make we're, sure we're also going to make like an excerpt to put at the beginning too, so that people know because this man, this is like an hour long. So give okay, Chris so Robinson, give me your give plug your fucking album, yo. On all the streams, it's on uh, on Spotify, iTunes. It's called Gut Bussa Volume One. Um, I'm really pumped about it. I recorded it at uh, the Corner Comedy Club. It was a fucking hot night. Did it with uh, with the Mandem Macaw Studios. Sounds sick. I'm really love Macaw Studios. You know, Juno award winning producers. So you worked with the Juno award winning producers at Macaw Studios. I did. Wow, unbelievable! Two of the best in the industry. Yeah, Uh, I've met them a few times myself. A lot of people are jealous that I got to record it with them too. Uh, Everyone is a huge hater because everyone wishes it's the same thing with Yucks, bro. Everyone's a hater till you're on there till they're on board. It's like you hear lots of people chirping throughout the years, and then once they're Yucks comic, they're cool because it's like, oh, cool, actually, I'm in, and everybody's everything still is the same. (laughs) Man. My favorite thing about your album is that this is your first solo record. Yeah, first solo one. You uh, you recorded an album with me and our friend Paul Thompson when we were just younglets yeah, coming verbal up. Verbal graffiti. You can verbal go out and graffiti. check that. That's on iTunes. Yeah, that, that album still brings me a couple hundred bucks a year, so I'm still down with that thing. Yeah, yeah. You There's know, some random shit on there. <laughs> Sometimes I get that $17 check from Barry Taylor, too. I don't know where that was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm sending you 17 bucks. Don't. I don't. It's not even worth me going through the app and putting it in. <laughs> what a fucking headache. Oh, my God. But, uh, but yeah, this is my first solo one, so... You know, I wanted to make sure that when I did it, I was. Can you give us some of your credits? This is this is how a lot. This is how many things Chris has done in comedy before releasing his first album. Can you give us a little um, credit roll? Just for laughs, uh, homegrown runner-up in that 2016. Who got uh, Nathan, oh N- N- Nigel. Nigel. Fuck, Nigel. I thought it was Keith. Nigel. Um, Can you believe all, all of us didn't beat Nigel? Fuck, and I n- nothing against Nigel Grinstead, funny comic, <laughs> but we were all on fire. I'll tell you, Nigel beat us because his fucking microphone fell and he made a joke like, fuck, biggest night of my life, microphone falls. Boom, the audience loses their shit. It's like, oh, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how comedy works, you fucking assholes. This guy, that's not part. Oh, man. No, Nigel. You can't knock that. That's a a, a gift from the gods, you know? You can't can't help it. You know, it's like, that's what happened to a nicer guy. It's it's not like it happened to an asshole that we could all hate. Happened to Nigel, who's our like white. Dart smoking, fucking funny hat wearing motherfucker, dude. He's great. He's like the best, dude. Yeah, that was uh, sick. Yeah, he, he beat a, he beat a, he beat us all out though. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. He you came in second. Yeah, yeah. yeah I came in second. Won then. Um, no, whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm always um, down. I'm always holding it down for the homies. <laughs> I'll, I'll die on this hill. I'm like Nigel. I love you, but Chris and I, I love him more. He should have won. Reach. What are you talking about? We like, all please, killed. Please don't. Don't. I'm not endorsing this. Okay. <laughs> He's endorsing it. Trust me, Fred. Endorsing it. Listen. Okay. Okay. So this guy's done just for last. This guy's done Kevin Hart. LOL. Yeah. Man, um, we we all got to the, do crazy um, shit. The Sirius XM talk comic. Dude, that you, year. this guy. Oh, man, I always forget that. that I remember sick. one time I was like, we won that a couple months apart. You're like, dude, we won like in the same week. Or some <laughs> shit. I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was our big week. Yeah. Wow, that was a cool week. 
Yeah, you took amazing. home 25 and then I took home yeah. 10 and yeah. it didn't feel any less because we won it all together in the same week. Man, I remember that week us meeting up at the Corner Comedy Club. Yeah, and, and just, just like, oh, just everyone partying hung, out. Oh, sick. That was sick, man. Woo! Oh, yeah. Oh, man, shit. Fuck. Top Comics. So Top Comics that. rigged, though. Top Comics rigged. <laughs> <laughs> every, every year after me. Every year rigged. after him, it's been rigged. You, you don't and every me? year before me, it was rigged. Yeah. But, also, um, yeah, yeah. No, Chris won. Nah. Chris won because he, he's actually a murderer. No, no, no. That's so no, funny. Shouts out to, to Top Comic. That's fucking sick. He, he can't, he can't Huge, talk shit, but I can. I'll talk shit about whatever I want. No. I don't give a fuck. No. Top Comic, Ben Minor, Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> He's no. Illuminati. I, I love Ben Minor too. Forever. Okay, okay, wait. We got to get out of here. Fuck, that was a good conversation. We, we're going to have to do a part two someday. We didn't even, we barely got into anything because we just started, we touched the surfaces. We didn't even tell our Brian Regan story. We, <laughs> <laughs> tell it now. Sorry, I'm gonna, I don't even think that's big of a story. We just ran into him. No, no, no. This story's great. I love to expand it because he's one of my favorite comics. So I make it as big of a story as I possibly can. I know you love him too. So we're you're walking like, down the street. We walk down the foggy street. night. <laughs> <laughs> the chimes of the Montreal bells of the churches were going off. I believe it was eleven. I may have counted ten. But uh, in all seriousness, so we're at a. I'm going to name drop as much as I can through this story. So me and Chris Robinson are having a couple martinis late night at the uh, laugh or die uh, party Funny happening at Just for Laugh. Funny or die. Funny yeah. or die. Uh, funny or die party happening at Just for Laughs. Him and I earlier in the night had been mingling with uh, one Mike Judge, <laughs> all right? And we were having a great time. I don't think I was there. You don't even there for the no, Mike Judge I, thing. I <laughs> all right, so, so, we're, so we're fucking around with Mike Judge, we're having a laugh. I see Chris. So I go, sorry, Mike Judge. It's my boy, Chris. And Mike Judge goes, <laughs> you know Chris how he Robinson? <laughs> Chris, yeah, he goes, the Chris Robinson, runner up of the top Canadian comic <laughs> thing that happened tonight. <laughs> That's right, Mike Judge. Thank you for knowing about us. And Mike Judge is like, no worries, Reeds. Call me Reeds. And uh, so we keep rolling on. I see Chris. So I, I say later, Judge, you fucking geek. And then uh, <laughs> I see my boy Robinson, me and my boy Robinson. Now we smash the martinis. We burn in dubs, by the way, because it's an outdoor party. So we're all drinking beers on the house, saputos and shit like that, drinking like eating sushis, tacos. Man, me and this guy are like kind of half drunk. We go, we go for a little walk and we see Brian Regan by himself. Brian fucking Regan, legend in, not in Canadian comedy, legend in comedy, and especially to a Canadian comic because he's such a big American comic, he almost seems so out of reach that I would never get to meet him. In high school, probably my favorite comic because at the time I was obsessed with clean comedy. I thought that was so cool. And he, him and Seinfeld are one of the best. Seinfeld has no recordings where Brian Regan at the time had like three or four albums that you could find online and Torrent because I had, uh, you know, poor. So I meet Brian Regan in real life with Chris. We walk up to him. We schmooze. And do you remember that he broke character because we told him right away we were comics at the festival? So when we met him, we're like, hey, Brian Regan. And he kind of had that thing where it was like uh, he was going to meet some fans. <laughs> like, hey, guys. And we were told him we were comics at the festival. And he was like, hey, so how's your show's been going? And we kind of talked to him for a bit. And do you remember that we got kicked out? We started getting kicked out of the party because it was closing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So now you, me, and Brian Regan are all being ushered out by some security guard. And I'm kind of half drunk. I don't remember if you remember this. I started getting lippy with the security guard. I'm like, it's Brian Regan, bro. It's Brian <laughs> Regan. You can't kick out Brian Regan. This guy, he's one of the biggest. And Brian Regan was kind of drunk and awkwardly like, it's, it's okay. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> and that's our Brian Regan story. Was that with Brian Regan or, or Roy Wood Jr.? Oh, that's another good story. No, that's another. Roy Wood Jr. is a real story. Can we tell that one? I think it's the. Am I, I think, mixing up my stories? I think you're mixing them up. Oh, man. 
Okay, I think so, we just so whatever I story I just told about Brian Regan was with a fat black guy. It was with a fat <laughs> black guy. Okay, but we were drunk that night. It was just for laughs. We were drinking Saputos. Those beers are like fucking my my forearm. I was smashed. So, but the the or, Roy Wood Jr. I remember him and I smoked. We, did we smoke weed with him? I don't know if we smoked them. But then he was. We talking, smoked with we, Jay Farrow. Me and Keith Pedro smoked you, with Jay yeah, Farrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sick. That's not. I a missed good, that. That's though. not as good of a story. I feel like the Brian Regan one, we got kicked out of a party with Brian Regan. I think that was great. Roy Wood Jr., all I remember was him giving you advice to be like the best comic you can be or some shit. Oh, yeah. And he was saying like he did like the, like, uh, like one of the days before. Dude, he or was one so drunk. He had like a shirt wrapped around his neck and he had like an Obama Believe shirt on and shit. I think the Cubbies had just won the World Series. So he was fucking jacked or something. I don't know what the fuck had happened. Guy, what a good just for laughs. Yeah, Those great. parties, I was too drunk. All the stories are one story to me. I'm like, Brian Regan and Roy Wood Jr. was smoking weed with Jay Farrow. <laughs> and Keith Pedro, I think he did a line of cocaine <laughs> off Emo Phillips' hairdo. <laughs> Do you, were you in the elevator with us when we took the elevator with JB Smooth? Were you there with us uh, with the JB Smooth elevator? So, man, you would have known. You'd remember, you fucker. JB Smooth uh, is the loudest person I've ever met in my life. You can hear JB oh, yeah. Smooth at Just for Laughs from like across the Hyatt. Just being like, what are you talking about over there? <laughs> <laughs> and he's got that really like pronounced lisp, man. So you could just hear it around. Hey, hey, where you go? Hey, can I get a drink while I'll thank you? <laughs> man, JB Smooth. You got to watch him do stand up, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to watch him do stand up yeah, at hilarious. Just for Laughs. Okay, Dude, we got to wrap this yeah. fucking thing up. Fuck. That's been our stupid fucking sesh. I didn't even. We, this we, was fun. This was crazy. We're gonna do another one someday. I love Chris Robinson. If you guys can make sure to listen to his album, um, it's on every streaming thing, man. Chris Robinson. What's the name of it? Gutbuster Volume One. Gutbuster Volume One. You Bussa. can't miss. Bussa. Bussa. <laughs> I'm very white. I'm like Buster. <laughs> Gutbuster, like the sandwich. Make sure to fill up. <laughs> Gutbuster Volume One. <laughs> Don Cherry approves, dude. <laughs> but seriously, okay. Uh, thank you so much. I love you guys. Peace. Peace. Perfect. All right, let me That'll work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man.